What's up, Woodturners? My name is Braxton Worthland, and I'm joined tonight by my determined co-host, Mr. Carl Jacobson, and our very special guest this evening, Emily Ford. Emily, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing well. How about you, Carl? Doing fantastic. I'm doing nice. great. How about you, Braxton? Uh, not too bad. It's a nice day outside today, so it's been a little windy lately, but it's good now. Heck yeah. yeah. So, uh, what's our, what What have you been working on lately, Carl? I want to talk to you about this most recent project that I saw because I really loved it. So, Me too. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody <laughs> what you've had going on? Oh, I've been, uh, yeah, most most of the week working on uh, carving Baby Yoda, the child. So, that took up a lot of time. Uh, yeah, normally the, like, Project videos don't take that long, but it took me two days just to carve his his head and face, and I didn't didn't want to screw that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, um, but yeah, yeah, I got that and carved out a little pod for him, so it was a fun project. Yeah, it looks like what did you carve him out of? Uh, bass. So I okay. ran up to Woodcraft and got a chunk of basswood um, because I I don't know I. I looked online because I'm not a wood carver, and I thought, what, "What is what's the best wood to carve with?" And they said basswood. So I ran up and got a piece of that, um, and it. Uh, I don't know. I, I like I said, I'm not a carver, so I don't know if it was any easier than like a piece of maple, but I don't know. It sanded a lot easier, I guess. Mm-hmm. Than, cause I had to do a lot of sanding. Yeah. Do you use uh, like carving chisels, and then did you use any like pneumatic stuff or like the burrs or? Yeah, I haven't watched the video yet. I'm a jerk. Sorry. Uh. (laughs) I need to go watch it. Well, then I won't tell you. You just have to watch. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) No, I um I carved away the bulk of it with the ArborTech um their little power carver thing, and then I got in there with some hand chisels and kind of. Uh, you know, defined it a little bit with those, and then used. I have a little uh, rotary tool, which just a uh, it just has a straight bit on it, and I just kept. It took me a long time because I just was kept messing with it, and messing with it, trying to make it, you know, mm-hmm. best I could, and so I was just taking little bits off at a time and sanding it, taking a little bit more off until I got it, got it. I think it came out pretty good though. Nice, that's cool. I think it looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, for Thank sure. You. And Robin painted it right, and Robin's sister made the his cloak. So it was like a yeah whole team effort. Yeah, yeah, we were I, when we came up with it. It was like we didn't even think about the clothes, and it's like Tuesday or something. Well, what are we gonna do for its clothes? She goes, "Hang on," <laughs> so she called hmm. called her sister. Do you think you can bring your sewing machine over and uh, help us out? She That's jumped awesome. in the car and came over. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, what about you, Emily? What have you been working on lately? Oh, it's that time of year. Um, ornaments, tops, and rattles, as always. So, but lots of ornaments, lots of ornaments. So, and I just did a run of like 300 tops. So, wow. I got to get back out there wow. once, once yeah, we're done awesome. and work some more on those. <laughs> yeah, that's a bunch. Uh, I don't just, think just I Just a few. Yeah, I haven't turned 300 tops in my whole wood turning career, I don't think. So last year, at this time of year, I was moving, and um, that was a whole mess. But 
I had to turn a thousand tops in two weeks. Wow. I, I got um, my cousin who's uh, American Idol famous posted on her Instagram and I got an order. I had a thousand tops from that. Wow. And That's crazy. it was oh. just insane. That's awesome. But it paid yeah. for my move, yeah. so that hey, was nice. Right? Heck yeah. 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 That's a great part Super about cool. wood turning. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've been working most recently, as you saw last night, um, I put teeny tiny rings, captive rings on my ornaments. So, and I'll actually be demoing that at my club in three weeks in December. Nice. So, Nice. That's cool. Um, That's awesome. So I saw in your post you, you used the skew chisel for that too. You didn't use because they were those things were tiny. If nobody's seen it, you need to check out uh, at she turns wood on Instagram and you can see. But those, yeah, they were like probably like quarter of an inch. I can hardly yeah. tell from the picture, but they're they even smaller tiny, than tiny. that. They're um, wow. They're about a quarter of an inch in diameter, um, and the width of them is less than an eighth. Damn. I guess I could go out and get my micrometer out and measure it. But <laughs> <laughs> and here, here's the best part of that. That was a first try, and it worked. Yeah. So, That's always nice. Yeah, I did most of it with the skew, and then uh, Wes Pilly actually made me a teeny, teeny, tiny ring tool several years ago that I was never brave enough to use, and last night I finally went, well, if I'm teaching this to the club, I should probably know how to do this. <laughs> So, uh, are you guys are you guys uh, doing it over Zoom? Yeah, I will actually be going down uh, to Kirk's house to do it because he's got an amazing setup. And if I get to turn on his Vic Mark, I'll just be that much oh, more happy. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, so, I was going to ask that too if yeah. it was uh, if they're in um, in person or or virtual, but that's awesome. It's still all virtual, so. And I think it's probably going to remain that way for a while. I mean, woodturners in general, this this group excluded, tend to be the high risk group. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, it it makes so much more sense to just do it via Zoom. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. That's a heck of a drive, though, for you to go down there to do that, right? It's a couple uh, hours, probably, right? Actually, I moved to Clearfield, so <laughs> I'm not sure where that is. It's just north of Salt Lake. Oh, okay. So I used to be up in Cache Valley, and now I'm so you're in further Clearfield. south than right? yeah. I'm only okay. about an hour from Craft Supplies now. Dangerous. <laughs> it's gotten me in trouble more than once. Because <laughs> now it used to be I was two hours away, and now that I'm an hour away, it's not as bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they keep going, "Come see us, spend money." Oh, yeah. And I listen. So yeah. How can you not? It's the siren song of craft supplies. Yeah, they get me, and I get in so much trouble going down there. My, my husband. I went down last week with a friend, and my husband was like, "How much did you spend?" And I went, uh, "Did you spend more than eighty dollars? Only a little." <laughs> Oops. Yep. Oh, that's. I want to give a shout out to the friend who went down there. That was Gary, right? Gary Jones. Yep, Gary Bear. Yeah, good old Gary. He's a great guy. If you guys aren't familiar, I'll leave a link to his Instagram. But Gary's a cool, cool guy. Yeah, he lives he, just uh, a little bit away from me. So nice. That's awesome. I saw he's been getting into more into turning, which is really cool. 
he he came out uh it was i think 2017 i was in oklahoma for a youtube woodworkers event and like i brought my lathe out there and i i, I mean i you know go up to salt lake area all the time and i had never met him up there but i met him for the first time in oklahoma like but, Isn't that which funny? i thought was really cool yeah he came out with one of his grandsons and yep it was fun yeah saying he's he's really uh supportive of the wood turning community when i moved i'd never met him in real life he showed up to help me move all my uh, shop in. yeah he's a great so, dude oh, wow. he's, he's a good awesome. guy yep heck yeah well i've been working on a kind of a bunch of stuff i'm getting ready i work at the art gallery tomorrow the boulder city art guild gallery so i've been trying to get some stuff ready for that i turned a bunch of snowman i made some snowman bottle stoppers and bottle openers with like the stainless steel kits and uh some lidded boxes and some other snowman that i'm going to turn into like kind of like calvin and Hobbes style like snowman with i'll cut their mouths and put little twigs in the sides and make them like scary faces and stuff and like snow goons it's this uh uh (laughs) This guy on Instagram, uh, NC Woodsmith. If you guys, if nobody's familiar with him, I'll leave his uh, Instagram to Scott Talbot. But he's cool. He makes a bunch of those. So I thought they were really cool. So I shot him a message. I was like, Hey man, you, yeah, I mean, what do you sell these things for? Because I want to make some. And he was like, told me, you know, his price range. And then we decided to do a little swap. So as soon as I'm getting done, I'm gonna share one with him. He's gonna send one of his to me. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool, fun idea, like a little different take on more, you know, on the traditional kind of Christmassy, happy snowman. These ones are kind of deranged snowmen, so I'm sure people hey, that's get a kick out of them. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. Um, we don't have, like, any listener questions this week, so we could just, like, probably just jump right into the, the interview and... Uh, Start firing questions. Get ready. Here they come. Got some hard-hitting questions coming up. Okie doke. No. uh, Well, I mean, to just start off, why don't you introduce yourself? If the listeners aren't familiar with who you are, tell them where they they can find out more about you and give us a little backstory. I am Emily Ford. Um, I'm also known as She Turns Wood on Instagram and pretty much any social media across the board. I have been turning for, how old's my youngest? About five and a half years now. Um, I started turning because my um, ex-husband was really into it. And when I was pregnant, I saw Carl turn a captive ring rattle and I went, I want to be able to do that. So it's their fault. (laughs) That's cool. I got to the point that I couldn't fall asleep at night without Sorry, Carl. Without having Carl on. <laughs> I just got so used to listening to the sound of the wave in Carl's voice. <laughs> like, for more than a year, the whole time I was pregnant and the whole time I was uh, nursing, I'd turn on Carl on YouTube to watch. Um, and you probably probably never watched the same video twice either. He's got so many of them. You can... Hey, I learned so much. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the Luckily, night. Luckily, this is a podcast. I'm like bright red. <laughs> so, um, my very first symposium, I met um, Alan from As Wood Turns and oh, Wyoming Wood Turner. I scared Sam. the hell yeah, Sam. Sam Angela. 
I scared the hell out of both of them because I am the best fangirl ever. And <laughs> Alan, like, physically took a step away from me because I was so excited. <laughs> and now we're in the, one of the same clubs, and he's just used to me at this point. I'm just obnoxious, so... But that's how I got into it, oh. and oh. I set out to learn how to make a captive ring rattle, and now I can do it in my sleep. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. So, uh, you've been wood turning for five and a half years about. Uh, what kind of lathe do you have? I have an old wood fast. Um, I believe that Vic Mark bought the company from them, is, is the story. Um, so it turns a lot like a Vic Mark. It's a, it has a 16-inch swing. And I love her. Her name is Bessie, and she's green. Nice. <laughs> and she's covered in stickers. <laughs> I have a sticker from Carl on there, a Klingspore sticker, and then my She Turns Wood logo on it. So Nice. It's kind of fun. I love it. I have the opportunity um, to get my lathe, but in a long bed version. And the guy never called me back. He wanted to trade straight across, and I was I hemmed and hawed a little bit, and I think that's what cost me the lathe. But uh, I'm looking for a longer bed so I can make some longer stuff. I gotcha. How long? How long is the one you have now? Oh, I, the max I can length I can turn with everything set out as far as possible is like 18 inches, and I or pardon me, oh, okay. 15 inches. Um, I oh. should be able to get that, but when you've got everything together. Um, my dream lathe is a Vic Mark, and I'm saving up for that. Oh, yeah, me too. I want one of those. <laughs> so. Do you still? You used to have. You have the little one. Do you still have that one? The I do Vic still Mark? have a little Vic Mark. It's actually right out this window. If I open that window, you'd be able to see it. So nice. It's a little blue one I got. Um, the motor was bad on it. I took it in, and it was at the shop for like five months. I took it in in February, and I didn't get it back until end of July <laughs> and the guy um, had crossed a wire was all that was wrong with it wow, so but that thing saved my backside because I didn't have 220 power outside for my lathe for a long time we just bought the house we're living in so I got to run through 220 power when <laughs> it became ours and um, so no I can turn with my my, my real lathe uh, but the little one saved my sanity for <laughs> a better part of the beginning of the year Nice. Let's keep giving you something to do, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I stay fairly busy. Apparently people keep having babies. <laughs> they have tons of rattles. They all need rattles. <laughs> yep. That's funny. So, uh, how do you sell most of your stuff? Like, where do you sell it at? I sell a lot on Etsy. Um, um, pardon me. And... The majority of my sales are word of mouth and through Instagram. I mean, I direct people to Etsy because it's an easy way to keep track of what I'm selling. But often people will see a piece on Instagram and go, mine! <laughs> so, mm -hmm. that's that's nice. So, that's that's where I do most of it. Um, Etsy's been really good for me, though. So You just put everything up there? The top tops and rattles? Yep, tops and rattles. Um I really like it when people just buy it straight from my Instagram. They're like, I want that because that means I don't have to take extra pictures. I don't have to post it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to right. pay Etsy. So that's always really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's really funny. Um, 
I, lots of people will contact me, well, I saw this from so-and-so and, -so and I, I want one or I need one. Uh, I actually just had a, another wood turner, uh, who I won't name, ordered 10 rattles for me because he couldn't figure it out and he didn't want to spend the time doing it. <laughs> so I really appreciated the, the order, so. Um, yeah, wholesale and rattlesteel. Yeah, I was like, how many need? He's, well, he's a doctor, and he's like, well, all my nurses keep having babies, so do this. Nice, that's cool. How do you like, I know you're a mom too. And I am. So how, how are you juggling your time between like the kids and turning? And that's one thing that I'm having a problem with too, especially all our schools are closed right now. So it's like we're doing distance learning. And so I'm like, struggling to find the time really to do almost anything so do you have any advice for <laughs> God. i'll be really impressed if we stay in school very much longer um i just keep getting updates from the school that say we've got this many cases once they hit 15 they're closed and we're at six right now and after the weekend and the we're in the middle of a surge up down here in utah and i'm sure after the weekend i will be amazed if we go back to school after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um, but as a mom, I do lots of my turning when my kids are at school. I finally have all of them in school all at the same time, and it's a magical, wonderful time of my life. Uh, my kindergartner goes for half days, and I try to run out to the shop and do that. Um, otherwise, I run back and forth between the house, and <laughs> in and out, and in and out, and in and out, and I get everybody to bed, and I go out to the shop. So I do lots of late-night turning. So my husband will come out and hang out with me and he'll do epoxy blanks and glue, glue ups while I'm turning and it's just kind of fun. But it's, re it's really hard to be a parent of school age children and try to run a small business and keep your sanity all at the same time. So, but yeah. turning saves my sanity for the most part. If I'm really grouchy, my husband will send me out to the lake. <laughs> He's a good sport. Yeah, it's definitely a good way to keep uh, at least a little sane, especially right now when things are so crazy. My kids also really like to come out and turn with me. Um, my daughter likes to turn pens. Um, my One of my little boys likes to loves tops, and he'll come out and pick colors and stuff. This is what I want, and he'll sit there and watch and wait. And then I'll run <laughs> off with it. So They're, nice, they're all pretty fun. good sports. They know that if they need me they can either yell out the window or just come out and get me. And yeah. the really nice thing about turning is usually you can just hit stop and walk away. So. Yep. It's, yeah, that is one good part about it. Yeah. And most of my projects are, they take less than 20 minutes. So. Yeah. And it's quiet too. You can hear when people are screaming. That's one one thing when I'm trying to, oh, what's going on in there? <laughs> Shut it off. Hey, <laughs> leave your sister alone. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I can always hear them screaming. I'm like, is there blood? Then I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely difficult, especially right now. I was really looking forward to uh, being able to work during the day while my kids were at school. 
at least my son would have been there. My daughter's uh, four, but she got uh, accepted into like a pre-K program at the elementary school here. So she was going to be in that for like four days a week for at least all afternoon. So I was like, okay, this is, you know, like what's going down now? Like I, I'm going to have the time. I'm going to be knocking some stuff out. But yeah, now it's just like stay up till one in the morning and turn stuff and yep. then be destroyed the next day. Pretty much. We're, we did the, you know, it's the longest spring break ever. Yeah, right. And we had my <laughs> husband's kids at the time, too. So there were six kids in this tiny house with one bathroom. And I couldn't get out to my shop because it was just managing to make sure that the, this mess got cleaned up by the next <laughs> before we had to do the next. But we stay busy. I'm actually driving down uh, to St. George on Saturday to pick the kids up. So I'll be right in your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah, not too far. Yeah. A couple of, like, two and a half hours north of me, I think, about. Is it really that far? Two hours. I think it's about two. Apparently, I drive a lot faster than you. Yeah, you probably do. I'm a grandpa. I just cruise along. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So, where, what kind of places, where do you source your wood from for all your blanks and... Like, what do you like to do? How do you get it? Uh, we just had a major windstorm come through, and I picked up a whole um, English walnut. Nice. And not a little one. It was a very large, uh, 22 inches across English walnut. Um, <coughs> I have my own chainsaw that I hire out my neighbor or friends to come use. I can do it. I just... My favorite part of turning is the actual turning part. Mm-hmm. So if I can sucker somebody else into doing the hard labor for me, uh, Mike Mahoney said the very best thing you can do is get you a chainsaw minion, and I, I do that. <laughs> but I, I have been known to chase down tree services. <laughs> and if there's logs on this side of the road, I've been known to stop and grab them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've gotten too. some beautiful wood that way. I picked up some gorgeous silver maple and um, just some really pretty wood just on the side of the road. Um, up in Hiram, where I used to live, the city guys knew that if they were cutting anything down to bring it to me. Nice. So nice. Nice. when I moved, I moved eight cords of wood or eight truck fulls of turning stock to my ex-husband's house. (laughs) So we still get along fairly well. Um, We get along really well when it comes to turning. So, but he he made off with most of my turning stock. I've got a collection out back that my husband allows me to keep. And (laughs) as long as it's not a fire hazard, we're good. Yeah. So I've gotten some really pretty wood from you. Yeah. So it's not I, what you I know. I still have you know. a big piece. Right, exactly. That's sometimes what it is. So, yeah, I, I, I also go um, dumpster diving at cabinet shops. And Craft Supplies has that wood by the pound bin that always gets me in trouble. I didn't know they had that. That's cool. Oh, wood by the pound. I got some gorgeous stuff last time I was there. But I really like to say I don't like to buy wood because it grows on trees. Mm-hmm. So it should be free. <laughs> um, I don't often buy wood. Most of the wood that I have, I have processed from a log down to a blank. 
So. But I hope yeah, that answers that question. What, what's your favorite wood to turn? Free. <laughs> Free? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I don't know. I really... The very first word I, wood I turned was just cut off the tree sycamore. And that stuff cuts like butter, and I love that. But I... I don't know. I love to turn whatever I'm turning right now, to tell you the truth. Unless it's um, honey locust. I hate turning honey locust. I uh, recently found out that I am deathly allergic to mesquite. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was an EpiPen um, exciting adventure. So, And I just found oh, a man. gorgeous piece that I was gifted. And I'm like, how am I going to turn this safely? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that, was it like the dust or was it a skin reaction too or just everything? Um, it was my throat started to close up. <laughs> oh, jeez. And oh, I'd never had man. that reaction before. You know, with black walnut, I get really stuffy and gross and I really should wear uh, a respirator more than I do. If you can find one right now. <laughs> right, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I've, I've got some sensitivities to a few different woods, but mesquite is probably... The one that I just, one. my husband said, okay, we'll just put that in the fire. <laughs> like, yeah, it's too well, pretty, wonder, it's too pretty. I'll, I'll yeah. figure something out. I'll figure something out. Put it in the smoker. But oh. then you might get yeah. allergic reaction to the oh, meat. We, we stole um, some cherry that my mom had trimmed up. We took that because my husband's a, he, a smoker. That sounds wrong. My husband likes to <laughs> barbecue and... <laughs> I, I stole one of his pieces that he took for barbecuing and made an ornament for my mom for her new house. So. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. What's your favorite wood to turn? Hey, nobody it, ever asks us questions. We're interviewing you. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> oh, mine's maple. I don't even know if it's because of the way it turns. I think it's just the colors and... Burl and I was gonna say, quilt. I just that's what I like. I like turning pretty wood. I've I've gotten to the very expensive habit of wanting to turn burl a lot. <laughs> so, and that that oh, gets me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, do you air dry all your stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I fight hard to keep water in my pieces. Right. Right. So we live in a natural kiln over here. I actually like mesquite, turning mesquite, so I'll, oh, it's I'll beautiful. just keep it all down here. <laughs> See, one of my favorite pieces I've ever turned came from Braxton, and it was a piece of raspberry acacia. Sweet acacia, I think. Sweet acacia, okay. But yeah. it was gorgeous. I have a picture of it somewhere on my Instagram. That stuff is fun. I still have more. I have a big log I was going to give you one time, but we could never I know, meet up. we never hit, hit up, so. But I still have it. I'm down your way often now, so I should just come by. Yeah. It's the halfway point to pick up my kids, so. Uh, what kind of stuff do you like to turn? I know you said, you know, you like to turn whatever you're turning at the time but like do you get tired of turning tops you're tired of turning rattles do you is there something that you just really love to turn that you don't maybe get uh, as uh, the opportunity i should say to turn it or i am really lucky that i can generally just walk out and turn whatever the hell i want <laughs> oh i probably should say that sorry uh, turn whatever i want uh, oh bleep yeah 
I I love to turn bowls, and I forget how much I enjoy turning bowls. Uh, I've been on a box kick lately, and I've really been getting into inlay. I've been doing lots of turquoise inlay to fill some cracks. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I I love to just go out and see what this should be. It, my, the wood doesn't talk to me or anything. It starts talking, but I talk to it, but it doesn't talk back, which is gr I'm grateful for. But I've been really into ornaments lately and kind of pushing my limits with those because when I started making ornaments, I did them for people like me, moms that have kids. If your tree gets knocked over, they're not going to just snap. So my, my ornaments were <clears throat> sturdy. We'll call them sturdy. They're still uh -huh. spindles and they're still really pretty, but you know, just ornaments that aren't super, super delicate. And since my children have gotten a little bit older, I've decided that maybe I can start doing some fancy ornaments now. And that's kind of what I'm moving to. I still do the ones that I'm known for because I know what it's like to want something that you really like, but y you have kids or pets or something and, you know, have something nice that's fun to look at that's not going to break if you don't put it in the box right. Mm -hmm. So I've only ever shipped one that broke. So... And that was when the post office was great. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have been noticing there's been some. I haven't had any issues shipping stuff. But, like, I've seen the, the system doesn't update. Like, I, I shipped off a piece to somebody. And it was, like, a kind of, it was, like, this big wall art hanging piece and kind of expensive. And so I'm just, like keeping an eye on the tracking like make sure this thing gets there and it always said oh no update not in the system not in the system for like a week and then uh, finally it said delivered and i'm like this is uh that makes your heart go pitter patter driving I, me nuts yeah, i at least lost it a box full of um i sent a box of blanks to a fellow turner up in washington and it had a koa rattle that i'd made for her and it just gone I, no, no tracking, nothing. And I lost my receipt so I couldn't go yell at the post office. Uh, <laughs> but I had, I redid the box and just sent our new one, but, and that one made it. So yay, the post office. <laughs> but I, I, I love to turn a little bit of everything. I, I want to be, you know, when I set out to do this, I set out to turn rattles, mm -hmm. but I want to be a really pun and pun intended, well-rounded turner, I want to be able to turn everything. So that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been working on boxes and ornaments and just changing up what I typically do and, you know, stretching my skill set. That's always good to do and fun, you know, explore different avenues, especially if you start to kind of get tired of, you know, one thing, just try something new. When I said that's that I can... Help. Go ahead. Oh, I was just said the the wall hanging piece that I just did. That was like, I was something that I had wanted to do for a while, and I just never, I don't know, found the time for whatever reason. So I chucked it up. I had really no plan in mind. I just started cutting away, and it just sort of like became whatever it was going to be while I was making it, and then ended up working out, and I sold it, which was awesome. So, yeah, definitely try something new, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I, I wasn't kidding when I say I could turn rattles in my sleep. So um, one night I 
um, went to bed, and the next morning I woke up, there were four rattles sitting on my kitchen table, and I went, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I should only take one of those pills. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was going to say, my friends have done some... Got up and made dinner to take a ambient and then to get up and they'll cook in the middle of the night. And the That's dishes, what it was. Dishes everywhere. And I'm like, oh, man, you must have slept good last night, huh? <laughs> uh, what kind of stuff is like your your bread and butter sales? Is that the rattles, the tops? That's the rattles, mostly? the tops, and ornaments. This, this is um, my busiest time of year. I am usually in the shop from the moment I wake up until I can't stand anymore because of my ankles. Um, which I get to have surgery on next month. Yay! Oh, <laughs> can be good and bad, right? Oh, they're going to fix some stuff. Um, well, that's But my bread and butter are, and always will be, rattles. So, and I, I love them. It's what I love to teach because I love to show people that captive rings really aren't as hard as you think they are. <laughs> so, and, and it's fun. I, and I am out of the baby-making phase of my life. So it's always fun. I tend to keep a couple extra rattles in my purse. So if I see a really cute baby, <laughs> I make friends really, really easily. Mm. But rattles are my, my go-to. Um, I sell anywhere between yay mini and yay mini rattles a month. Uh, probably 10 to 15 rattles a month. Nice. Varying from my... My basic rattles to my super fancy burl with inlay and stuff. And I always warn people, okay, if it has all this stuff in it, don't give it to your kid. <laughs> this is to, this looks nice for you. <laughs> so, but rattles are my, rattles are what I'm known for. You look up, she turns wood, and that's what you're going to see most of the time. When I do something different, people are, oh, I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, yeah, I can do a little bit of everything, believe it or not. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I when I first started doing the YouTube videos, I think I made a rattle. I don't know. It was a really yeah. old video that I saw of yours. Yeah. Like it was your first lathe that you had set up in the closet, kind of. <laughs> but I yeah. loved it. I loved it. I it squeaking and that put you to sleep. It was a squeaky lathe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, it was just... <laughs> Honestly, if I'm ever really having a hard time going to sleep, I'll turn on <laughs> Carl so I can go to sleep. Not that you're boring. It's soothing. Oh. Soothing, Carl. That hurts. <laughs> Isn't that the sign of a, an amazing wood-turning demonstrator is the ability that they have to put the audience to sleep? Because, yeah, I mean, that's what I've noticed. When you go to the symposiums, all the old guys are snoring away and like, yes, we're watching Mike Mahoney here, and you guys are falling asleep. He's a great demonstrator. He's exciting, too. <laughs> So in my demos, I tend to launch a top off the lathe intentionally to surprise the front row. <laughs> hey, Wake they're up. awake after that. They stay awake. Yeah, That's fine. I've done it in the last four demos I've done. Oops. Um, oh. 
Let's see. How about you got any? What's your like any future upgrades coming to your shop? Or what's your next tool purchase? You got anything in mind? Or um, I'm getting set up to for a YouTube channel. Oh, cool! Um, nice. Yeah, and so I can do remote demos. I've I've been asked to teach a lot, especially after the last um, symposium, and because apparently people liked the idea of being able to turn rattles for their grandchildren. I am yeah, actually, I yeah. I'm driving uh, about an hour north of me tomorrow to go teach a man that I met at a club demo. He's like, can you come help me get going on this? He's never turned before, and but he has everything set up. He's ready. He's like, I just need somebody to come show me how to do it now. I'm like, hmm. okay. So, and wood turners tend to not be scary for the most part. Um, so I... I'm pretty certain I'll be safe, but my my sweet husband, he's like, you've got to be careful with this. You're, you know, as I've hit more people on Instagram, more people are talking to me. Um, he's like, you can't just give out our address. And I'm like, I've been talking to this person for months. <laughs> if they're trying to con me, this has been a long con. They probably deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and the long con. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. if they want to come steal my lathe, more power to them. It's out back, and it's a beast to get out of there. So Yeah, if you can pick it up. And, and, get, it, and get it around the cars and through the through the yard. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Yep. Yep. That thing's and mounted stuff. If they can do all floor. that. If they can do all that, they need it more than I do. Right. Before I get out there with the shotgun, then that's yeah. all If they can do that before my husband finds the gun, we're good. <laughs> No, um, just upgrading for a YouTube channel. Like I said, I am saving up for a Vicmark. I really need a new bandsaw, and that might happen before the new lathe, because I'm mm. using my dad's. And it is my dad's. It's not my bandsaw. It's my father's bandsaw. It is on loan from his collection. <laughs> Little old Delta. So, <laughs> hey, I've got tools out there that have my dad's name on them, so I remember who they belong to. <laughs> my nice. dust collector is my father's. So, and he reminds me of that oh. often. Hmm. How's my dust collector? I'm like, okay, come get it. <laughs> so uh, we do the craft festival. We've been doing them every month or every other month. Once you get the YouTube channel set up. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. I've got a couple of videos in queue. I've just got to finish editing. And like I said, my husband's motherboard just went out on his computer, so so that might actually be the first shop upgrade, a new computer. <laughs> right. That's a good one. What about you? Are you getting yes. anything new anytime soon? Mm, not me. Nothing that I have. Like, all the things I want are... <laughs> like lathes that are very expensive so actually you know what that's not true i want to get uh this little like power carver it's like a they're about 300 bucks but they come with little different chisels so you can do like different texturing and carving and it kind of you know kind of you push it and it does the carving for you rather than i've seen that using the carving chisels air hammer stuff Mm-hmm. Those are really yeah. cool. Is that the ArborTech one? It's not an ArborTech, but it's uh, like very similar to that. 
I've I'll been getting into power carving it. lately. Um, Sabretooth sent me a bunch of bits, and those are freaking amazing. <laughs> those yeah, are really I cool. like those ones a lot. I like those, but what the the thing that I I you can't do with those is get like really sharp like cut That's corners. That's they're true. they're more like rounded off. So I. I have used those a little bit and I like them a lot, but I want something that's like a little, you know, it's like actually carving, cutting carving. the wood fibers. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, this guy on Instagram, uh, Natural Selection Studios. I think that's, let's see, I'll just make sure. Yeah, Natural Selection Studios, Greg Gallegos. He's from Michigan, but he does a lot of carving on the outside of like hollow forms and bowls and, uh, so he did a demo at the World Woodturners Worldwide Symposium too, but yeah, I was talked to him a little bit about the carvers, and he told me which one that he uses. So I've been kind of doing some research, but that would be, I would say, the next reasonably priced thing I would get for the shop. After that would be a big giant new lathe. Someday, right? Someday, right? Mm-hmm. He just changed his Instagram profile picture. <laughs> That's not what it was. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I go to uh, uh, Wood Woodworkers Emporium down here, and, and when you walk in, you have to walk right past the Vic Marks, and I'm just like uh, <laughs> drooling yeah, over the whole time. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I've really looked at the one that's sitting behind Carl, and it's between that and the Vic Mark. So. Yeah, I would say I think that's about right. But I think the blue will look really good with my eyes, so... Meg <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mark's an awesome machine. Yeah, I. It's super well built. Mahoney is what I call Mahoney. Mahoney turns on a Vic. And so does my other wood turning boyfriend, Kirk. Yeah, that's what I. When I first started watching demos and, and things like that, I'm just like. This is what all these guys are turning on. This is what I need to get. Like that's gotta be that's gotta be the one, right? Mm-hmm. So having to, I, I've never turned on the one that's behind you, uh, but having turned on a Vic Mark before, I was like, it's very similar to what I have. It doesn't feel huge. I don't feel like I have to stand on a box to use it. I've turned on a gold lathe before, and that's a little too tall for me. So and I like the way that I can lean up against the machine. Um, and get my feet around it a little bit better. Um, that's what I really love about my wood fast is that I kind of can, this is gonna sound really weird. I can kind of cuddle with my machine to get to where I need to be. <laughs> I do that all the time. Like, especially when I'm doing spindles, like I have to position my my little magnetic light in mm-hmm. such a way that I can sort of reach my hand over the top of the lathe and just hang on to everything and, you know, yeah. keep a, a one hand on the, the wood and the other hand on the chisel so oh. it doesn't get all chattery and stuff. Or when you're hollowing and or doing a bowl and you can just sit on the end of your lathe and just go. Mm-hmm. That's kind yeah. of what I, I'm looking for in, in my next purchase. A automock power carver. I found the thing. It's called an automock power carver. But yeah, it's basically like the Arbitech sort of thing. You know, like a little power chisel. Yeah, yeah. There. I I don't know what the Arbitech one costs, but there. It's uh, 
it's amazing because you can actually just like it does it's not cutting or doing anything when, even when it's on so you can just hold on to the chisel and and then you just push a little bit and it's it starts cutting but it's I don't know it's a look the, the machine the little grinders run in and you know it sounds like it's doing something but it's not doing anything so you can get really detailed with it that's cool yeah yep I want to start doing more textures they come with you know like five or six different chisels so it's probably basically the same thing yeah that's what this one has a uh, five of them different profiles and things you mean you're not just going to use the little carving set from Harbor Freight? Not anymore. <laughs> Braxton, when you go watch the video, which you're going to do as soon as this is all done. As soon as I'm done, yes. <laughs> That's what I was doing with the Harbor Okay, gotcha. Yeah, go, oh, cool. Yeah, then I'll get to see, kind of see it in action. So you, sh you should, because he, he's even got that across his shirt today. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, no. got our oh, right? shirt on. Yep, represent for all mm -hmm. everybody listening on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Take our word for it. That's what it says. Yes, Carl does have clothes on. <sighs> Finally, for once. Finally, for the lady on the I'm show. So Carl has to put a shirt on. I appreciate both of you wearing clothes for the the show. <laughs> I'm not going to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're not editing that out. No, I'm not cutting. Well, we won't edit out the spit take. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you guys. I love the Zoom things. Yeah, right? They're great. <laughs> Do you have, is there any skills that you, any turning skills that you kind of struggle with or things that you want to focus on more? No, I can do or, everything. Uh, no. <laughs> I suck at hollowing. Um, I'm really working on that, getting an even thickness, and it's the bane of my existence, but I'm going to learn how to do it come heck or high water. Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity this summer to make a burial urn for a woman that was very near and dear to my heart, and that was the scariest thing I've done. <laughs> a lot of it was all in my head, but I, I actually got a blank from that had been pre-hollowed, for the most part, roughed out by uh, Mike Mahoney. It was redwood burl. And I filled all the little nooks and crannies with uh, turquoise. And that really uh, got me into the inlay. But hollowing is exciting and terrifying all at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have broken more things hollowing than I have ever broken the amount of rings. And I've turned a lot of rings and broken a lot mm -hmm. of rings. But hollowing is the skill that I really like to get into. Had you asked me last night, I would have said, I really want to learn how to turn tiny rings. But then now that I've it. done two, I, I'm, I'm an expert, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we had a, a saying in the BMX world, once is luck. The second is what? Like, what? You did it again? The third, uh, third time you're a pro. So you got one more time to go, then you're a pro, Adam. Okay, I'll go out and I'll send it to you when I... All right. Uh, but yeah, hollowing is, is definitely scary. When I first got into the hollow forms, that was the... I mean, because you, you're used to being able to see what, like, you're doing. what you're doing. And this is just like, oh, whoops. You go on uh, and pray. And then you get a cash. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have a really yeah, it, tiny set of hollowing tools. So my hollowing extends to, um, I borrowed one for the urn, but uh, my hollowing tools right now are the $60 ones from Amazon. And I can do ornaments with them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In really, really small hollow forms. Yeah, the bigger, like more bulky, you can get more than the the easier that they'll they work. I also I really like upgraded. to get into coring. I do own a McNaughton system that scares me, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but I really like to get into coring because I've got some really gorgeous um, English walnut. So. Yeah. And it's just a waste to just cut all of that gorgeous wood onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So there's always things that I'm looking to do. I I watch the symposium like, ooh, I want to try that. Ooh, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Or I yep. watch Carl and I go, ooh, I want to try that. But I, I, I always laugh because people are like, well, you're an artist. I'm like, no, I make utilitarian pieces that you're supposed to use. The only thing I do that's fancy are ornaments, and even those are eh. But I, I watch people carving and doing all this stuff, and I'm like, my brain doesn't work that way. If it's not spinning at 2,000 RPMs, it doesn't make sense. Oh. I don't know. I It's like the carving thing. I, I've carved, I don't know. Two or three pieces. I think it's just like if you just get into it, you know, it's like the little Yoda. You know, I was, I didn't think I could even do it, but I once you get into it, I think it just kind of, you know, comes a little easier than you think. Because I, I was not. I, Robin was when I first started doing that carving on it. Robin was in the house looking for another project <laughs> we could do for this week because. <laughs> It was like, about give me a day, and if it doesn't look anything like it, we're just we'll throwing start it in over. the fireplace and start over. We'll make a vase or something. <laughs> so she's like, looking at it. At the end of the day, I was like, I think I can sand it to look, to look, to look good. Bust out your 80 grit gouge, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's it. Do or do not. There is no try. Right, Carl? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. Just like art stuff is just kind of just gotta just go with it. We'll see. <laughs> but I have lucked out. I have a very very supportive spouse, and he keeps going. Well, you need to try this. You need to try this. He's actually out there um, pouring uh, epoxy blanks for me right now, and gluing up skateboard blanks. And he he's the idea man. He's like, well, you gotta do this and this. I'm like. I don't know how to do that. Yes, you do. And he'll say, you do this and this. I'm like, okay, you do it. He's like, no, you need to do this. So, but it's it's really great. He's He is an artist. He actually does cakes um, for fun. And he makes these incredible um, cakes. And I just look at it and go, I don't have the patience to do that. <laughs> well, let me tell you, the first video you need to have on your YouTube channel is a cake video. Just ask Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Make a cake plate. Have him do, have him do cakes on that. Have him start his own channel. Though. That's what I've been telling him. He's like, you gotta do YouTube. You gotta do YouTube. And I'm like, why don't you do YouTube? <laughs> I said, I've got a face for radio and podcasts. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, 
a friend of mine, she does cake decorating, so I filmed her, and it's been years ago now. It's probably nine years ago, and I would, I go, she didn't want to do it either, but I told her, I go, you just make the cake. You're amazing, and, and uh, I'll film it and edit and do all that. And uh, so she did a Barbie cake. I haven't checked in a while, but last time I checked, it had like 67 million views. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. I said when I it heard was, that story. <laughs> it was, it, it's, it's like a 30 minute video. Wow. Of her, her making a Barbie cake from start to finish. And it was like, yeah, people love cakes. They do, but people really love turning yes. too, like for. Not as many people. <laughs> no, not as many not people. people. Not 67 yeah. million. Not 67 million. <laughs> so I keep having people go, well, have you seen this? And, and what one am I talking about? Wh which video am I being told? Have you have you seen this? Colored pencils. <laughs> yeah. Have you done this Check yet? This like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, he's he's amazing and he's very supportive. So, he's out there working right now. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. So I'll have really fun stuff to turn it after we're done. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I need to go turn some more snowman once we're done. And laser, I have my laser engraver. I need to cut out some tag, product tags, too, for the gallery. I have successfully made it this far and never turned a single snowman. This is my first time turning snowman. I've only, I've got like seven <laughs> of them. I was going to say, I, I, I do have to turn a Christmas tree this year. I've made it this, I haven't turned one of those yet either, but I, I've had a Christmas tree re request, so I got to go do one of those. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's why I like the kind of the snow goons rather than the traditional. I'm snowman. excited There's to see how those turn different. out. And me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> we'll see what happens with them, I guess. I got to go dig around for some little twigs too to yeah. stick in the side. I need. I want to find somewhere they're like sort of bent with their hands on their head, kind <laughs> of or like running position. <laughs> I've, I've been cutting the bottoms of them at angles, too, so they sort of sit a little bit off kilter, so it'll look like they're kind of looking up or, like, running away. So. That's awesome. I went and looked at a bunch of Calvin Hobbes and read it again, try to get some inspiration for him. I just watched Carl's video on gnomes because my sister is requesting a family of gnomes. So. Oh. So that's my next. Those are fun. Yeah. I, I watched yours and I'm like, that's so cute. <laughs> There's a fellow who is also in the gallery with me up there named Jerry Keller. He's actually the former sheriff of Las Vegas, I found out. So I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. But he's in the in the gallery too, but he has these little gnome ornaments that he's been doing and it has like, it looks like a birdhouse almost, but then he puts a beard coming out of it with a little nose on it instead of like drilling a hole where the, the you know bird would go in and they are super cute. And he just screws a little hook into the top of them. I thought they were really, really uh, uh, ingenious. I thought those were cool ones. Are they? They're turned. Mm -hmm, yeah. Turn. Yeah. He's a he's a good wood turner. He's the reason that I'm in the gallery right now. I was walking by through the window and I was like, 
was that a wooden bowl? So I had to go in, and then I was looking at him. You know, picked up his stuff. I'm feeling it. Sticking your fingers in the out. holes. Like, hmm, yeah, okay. The wall's not bad on the wall thickness. Yeah. <laughs> Only so, woodturners do that. Only woodturners right. do that. Yeah, everybody else would be like, oh, that sure is pretty, but we'll pick it, pick up. it up. Oh, he's a little little bit off right here. Oh, missed that. Yeah, missed the transition guilty, on the bottom. Guilty, guilty, <laughs> But yeah, so those I thought those gnomes were cool. I jumped on to try to buy Carl's and somebody already bought it. Ah, bummer. Oh, the big one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go look to see I, and I'm like, it's gone <laughs> <laughs> wasn't fast enough so we asked Kevin this question last time we might stick keep it sticking around because I think it, it's kind of uh, will maybe help introduce people to more people but what's your your Mount Rushmore give me your Mount Rushmore of woodturners your favorite oh, really? woodturners <laughs> Yeah, who's your who's your Mount Rushmore of woodturners? <coughs> Mahoney, Lucas, Dahir. <laughs> Carl is definitely on the list. <laughs> I'm sorry, nice. but really, that's who I've learned everything from. So, how many people are on Rushmore? Five. So, I need one more. Four. Okay, we're, well, we're good. Then. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> then we're good. <laughs> I have spent more more time watching Carl than I have anybody else. Um, and I watch a lot of stuff. Um, and then close behind that is Mahoney. But I, I just like to give him grief. So I heckle from the back. <laughs> um, I, I really, yeah, that's, I really enjoy, Mike puts on a really good demo. I, I love Carl's stuff because it's readily available and he's really good at what he does. <laughs> um, when I when I was learning bowls, I watched a lot of Glenn Lucas. Um, and if I ever have any question at all, I can call or text Kirk and get an answer and an explanation. And that makes all the difference in the world for me because he can. I was talking. We were talking about spheres the other day. And he's like, "Well, you do this, this, and this," and it went from being this complicated thing in my head to he explained it to me in less than five minutes and I went that makes so much sense it's like a light bulb <clears throat> and he's forgotten more about turning than I will ever know <laughs> so but th that's my list how's that nice it's a good one <laughs> I think Kevin I can't remember who Kevin said I think Mahoney and yeah Glenn Lucas I think was on there too Glenn yeah. We'll have to go back and re-listen. A lot of that has to do with where I grew up turning, for lack of a better way to say that. Um, mm -hmm. Because I got to meet these guys at the Utah Symposium, and they kind of just become your your family after that. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. stupid, but I, I know that I can... I know I can call Kirk. I know that if I had... I, I've called Mike if I, when I've had an issue. Um... I've messaged Carl, and Glenn likes to give me grief, so. <laughs> and I love this world that we live in, that I can connect with all these people on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about woodturners, 
They're 98% of the time willing to help. If you've got, because mm. we like to talk about what we do. Yeah, nobody else wants to listen. So. <laughs> but I know that if I have an issue, I can contact another turner and they may have faced it before. And they, oh, well, if you just do this, and you're like, oh, that makes so much more sense. <clears throat> so, but that's my Mount Rushmore. Cool. How do you feel about being on a mountain, Carl? Turn it red again. <laughs> I think well you should deserved. practice carving it. That should be your next video. Wait. You can do a Mount Ooh. Rushmore. Turn Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Since you've taken That'd up carving. Wow. All right. Oh, that that'd take a few weeks. Just, yeah, <laughs> that's just something you can work on in the background. In spare time, yeah. Cool. Well, um, anything else? Any other questions you got, uh, Carl? Or I, I think we went through them all, didn't we? I think so. We got. I love your glasses, a Carl. List here. I know those ones like are cool. That. Makes me jealous that mine don't clip in the middle. <laughs> well, I, I only need them to see up close. Hmm. I'm, I'm not that old yet, right? I have to wear them all I'm, the time. I'm getting there. They're perfect. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll just have them on all the time. Yeah, like me. No, but I've had them on all the time forever. So, yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything you'd like to add, Emily? Any, I don't know, whatever plug, you, whatever plug. you want, or I, yeah, plugs or I don't know anything. I, I wish I had my YouTube channel up so I could plug that, but it's not there quite yet. I'm I'm getting close. Um, just she turns one on Instagram and. If anybody has any questions about rings, like turning captive rings, I'm your girl, because that's kind of what I do. <laughs> but that, that's about it. Uh, yep. Go look at all my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we Very really nice. appreciate you joining us. So I had a lot of fun. We haven't got to talk in a little while, so. Well, I appreciate it. This was such yeah. a, so fun. I called my mom and I said, you're not gonna believe this. She's like, what? <laughs> I said, I gonna do a podcast with Carl and Braxton. And she went, oh, wait, Carl? She went, who? <laughs> no, she actually knows your work too, Braxton. Oh. She's a great fan. I, it, it, I come by it honestly. <laughs> it's in your jeans? It's in my jeans. And it's very funny because my mom is so reserved. But it's only been in the last few years that I've realized that she really, that this is where I get it from. <laughs> I, I am a hopelessly <laughs> devoted type uh, fan. So, but no, I just, I appreciate the opportunity to do this. I was so excited. I was like, yay. Oh, oh, great having you on. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if anybody out there wants to find out more about Emily, check out uh, WTAPodcast.com. There you can find the show notes, uh, links to her social media, as well as links to everybody that we mentioned and uh, what Carl and I have been up to and where you can find more about us. Uh, if anybody out there would like to help support the show, you can check out Patreon.com slash WTA podcast and uh, we've got a few different levels of support if you want to help us keep the lights on and keep the show rolling thank you very much to all our current patrons we really appreciate the support and until next time keep those shavings flying we'll see ya see you guys thanks bye thanks
What are you drinking, Braxton? Sparkling water. Lime and watermelon. It's really good. Cheers. I just have tap water. Me too. <laughs>